All right, this is Brent Leary, and I am at, uh, I'm actually in Atlanta. It's so good to be in Atlanta in a conference, uh, ZeroCon 2018, right here in Atlanta. And I'm sitting with Carrie Gorman, who is the uh, president of Zero Americas. Hi, hey, how good are to you? see you. Glad yeah. we could meet you on your home turf this yeah, time. Yeah, welcome to Atlanta. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So uh, before we jump in and, and get started on some of the discussions that yeah. you've had here, why don't you give us a little of your personal background? Yeah, so listen, I've been in financial services for my entire career. Um, and it seems that I've been attracted to industries that are very complex deeply in need of reinvention and uh, ripe for change and uh, and simplicity. And so I've been in all of the best industries, insurance, <laughs> investing, accounting, banking. Uh, most recently, I spent the last almost 10 years at Capital One Bank, yeah. uh, predominantly focused on running the small business bank. And I got to know Zero because they were my partner. And I was really impressed by the way that Zero was solving, frankly, the number one challenge for business owners, which is financial management as a whole and figuring out how to stitch together clarity on the financial picture. And I loved Zero's proposition of not just technology, but also the right advice, yeah. working together in a single platform. And so I joined Zero about a year and a half ago, and it has been incredibly exciting to be on this journey with all of our partners, um, our, both our accountants and bookkeepers and also our ecosystem partners. So this is my second ZeroCon officially wow. as an employee. My first was before I joined as a speaker and that's when I decided I had to be part of this community. Well, that's great. For those who don't know as much about Zero as maybe they should, <laughs> Tell them a little bit about what Zero is. Yeah, uh, Zero is at our core. We started out as a cloud accounting software product. In fact, we were the first cloud accounting software anywhere in the world. And what was really interesting about the way Zero approached cloud accounting software ten years ago or so when we started is that we thought about software as being beautiful. Mm -hmm. We wanted it to be simple and easy to use. But more than that, we knew that it's not just about accounting software, that in order to create the right financial management for small business owners, we needed to create a platform. And so we used the technology of the cloud to bring together banking, government, financial management tools, business management applications. We have over 600 add-on applications in our ecosystem. Oh and advice, working together in a single ledger. So your accountant works with your business owner and gets automated feeds in from banks, is able to integrate all of the systems they're using to run their business, and that really gives you a true financial picture, not just the technology, but then also the advisor that can advise how do you interpret the numbers, how do you understand how you're really doing, mm -hmm. and when you need to make critical decisions. So that's really what Zero is about. And our mission with all of that great technology, all of that great integration is to rewire the way the economy works and make it work for small business owners. You talk uh, in your keynote, you talk about the role of automation yeah. and how that's going to impact the job of the accountant to be more of an advisor and less yeah. of maybe a data entry person. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and one of the things that we've talked a lot about is a recent study that came out with McKinsey uh, and it released in about, uh, it said that by the year 2030, 800 million jobs would be lost wow. to automation. And listen, technology has always played into a role in disruption, but technology and the pace of change is going faster and faster. 
And what McKinsey said is that the collection and processing of data is actually a prime candidate for disruption and replacement. And one of the industries that would be most impacted is accounting. And another one would be things like back office processing. Well, we think McKinsey got the whole idea wrong, specifically that accounting is just about collecting data and processing that data. Um, that's actually not what accounting is really about. Accounting is really about helping small business owners understand their financial picture and interpret it, and that they get the right support along the way from an expert in financial management. Mm -hmm. So what we think is going to happen with accounting jobs is simply that the part of the job, and there is a part that is data collection and processing, that will be automated. We want to actually provide a lot of that automation, leveraging machine learning and artificial intelligence. In fact, we just passed a billion recommendations using artificial intelligence in our system to help accountants code transactions. That's incredible. Yeah. It saves a lot of time. But what we want to then do is help accountants know how do you use that extra time. So how do you provide services that small business owners really value and need? And we believe as a whole, if accountants are able to do that, they'll add more value to their small business clients. And the demand for more accounting services will actually go up. And what we hear from business owners is that they want the help. And I can talk a little bit more about some of the studies we've done there. But also, what we know empirically is that when an accountant is involved and they're providing advice, business owners disproportionately increase their odds of success and profit. So what we know is half of business owners fail within five years. That's a startling statistic. Yeah. When a small business owner is on zero, and we see this in our data, but when they're connected to an accountant, their chances of success go up. 85% of them survive past year five, mm -hmm. and they grow their profits 23% faster. That's amazing. <laughs> That's pretty compelling stat. So how, or what position or how are the, uh, your advisors how are they beginning to position and transition their relationships with their customers from you know, kind of the more mundane aspects of yeah. the data entry to being more of a, an advisor, to, a partner to, to that higher end where they're able to actually look beyond just the, you know, the numbers of today, but to really help them uh, get their customers to where they want to go to. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think there are sort of two things that I would highlight. Um, one is, and we have, by the way, we have partnerships with accountants in every part of that journey, right? Accountants that are still providing just compliance services, mm -hmm. accountants that are getting into simple advisory, which we think about that as like budgeting and forecasting, or complex advisory, which would be more a virtual CFO or a coach. And so one of the things we really do in our community is try to find ways to help accountants who are further along in their journey, coach and mentor accountants that are not quite so far along in their journey. And that's a really wonderful opportunity. The, uh, when I think about how does an accountant make that transition, there's sort of two things to think about. One is, um, we spend a lot of time in research saying, asking small business owners, do you want your accountant to play that role? Is that even a role they can play? Mm. So we just got a study back, a benchmarking study, and what we heard from small business owners is accountants are still my number one advisor. They beat out wow. peers, they beat out family and friends, <laughs> they beat out bankers and lawyers and anyone else. 
And we also said to the small business owners, if we gave you a ton of automation, would you still want your relationship with your accountant? And the vast majority, over 70%, said yes. Mm. And in fact, that roughly that same amount said, the advice I get from my accountant is incredibly beneficial to me, and I really appreciate it, which is fantastic. So one is, accountants need to know that that's a role that um, small business owners want them to play. The second thing to know is, okay, well then, if that's a role that business, my business owners want me to play, well, how do I think about that? The first thing we talked about, and this applies to really any industry in transition, is accountants have a wonderful opportunity to figure out who they are going to serve first. And once you figure out who you're going to serve, you can really get clear about the services you offer. Mm. So we had some wonderful examples that we shared uh, at our conference of accountants that have focused on, we have a group of accountants that are focused on food truck accounting. We have another food group. Food truck accounting. Yes, I'm not kidding. <laughs> food truck accounting. With that. That's very, very niche. But yeah. when you're in the cloud, you don't have to be constrained to the small business owners that are in your city. You can work with people worldwide. Mm -hmm. And that's an incredible mm -hmm. opportunity. So you can find any niche. Right. Um, we also had examples that we shared of accountants that have focused on the creative industries. Um, and so they really get understand those industries really deeply and are able to then provide more guidance and more advice. Mm -hmm. The second part is, once you've decided who you're going to serve and what your unique value will be, well, how do you decide what services to offer? And we, in our research, asked business owners, what are you worried the most about? What do you want to some help with? And you can imagine that if you start on compliance, there's actually very, a very few percentage of small business owners want a lot of help or guidance in basic compliance. They want some. But as you transition from compliance to simple advisory to complex advisory, the desire for help goes up exponentially. And it also solidifies your relationship as an advisor the more you're able to move up that, that pathway. Absolutely. So advisors should feel really comfortable playing the role because small business owners want it. They want the more complex support. Mm -hmm. And there's a wonderful opportunity for advisors to think about, well, who do I want to serve? So how do I develop deeper expertise in, in a particular industry or area? How do I find my niche, if you will? Mm -hmm. The other thing that we learned when we did our benchmarking is we benchmarked accounting firms too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> we asked those accounting firms, well, tell us about your practice and how you're growing. We saw that firms, that all, that all firms grew by about 17%. Just general. Generally, firms. which is great news for yeah. the profession, right? Yeah. We actually saw in our research that firms that were just offering compliance grew by 11%. Mm. Firms that were offering advanced, more uh, advisory services, complex advisory services, grew by 29.2%. Wow. So you can see how that demand is going to fuel the next generation of accounting. Yeah, and it, it also allows the accounting advisors to figure out how can they select the kind of customers that kind of allow them to go the direction exactly, they Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And what we saw is what really fueled that growth as well was when you're focusing on advisory, you want to make sure that you start with the automation of compliance services. And then in that extra time that you have, you can actually charge more for your services because you're dealing with more complex offering. Right. So we saw that firms that were offering only compliance guidance 
had about $78,000 revenue per client. Those that were offering complex advisory, that number jumped to $150,000 in wow. revenue per client. That's meaningful. That's huge. <laughs> That's really meaningful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, it sounds like with your data, all the transactions that you're, you're able to gather, um, I think I saw it was over two, two billion. In, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and with your AI machine learning running yes. on that, you're able to find these kinds of insights that are helping advisors to figure out these kind of pathways. Yes. Yeah, so our goal is really, um, I mean, our ultimate goal is to figure out how to do this rewiring, how to put the right pieces together. But when I think about the journey from compliance to complex advisory, it is a journey. Mm -hmm. What we try to do is offer tools for the automation of the basics of compliance. That's where everyone has to start. How do I begin using technology to change the way my business works? Right. Um, and then we try to also provide tools that allow folks to get into complex advisory. One service, for example, is technology, assessing which technology and implementing that technology a small business owner should use. Mm -hmm. And what we provide in, for example, Zero HQ is the ability for an accountant to see what connections exist across their uh, ecosystem of small business owners, across their portfolio, to sort by vertical industry so they can say, gosh, my clients that are focused on e-commerce use this set of apps, my clients that are focused in retail use this set of apps. So now they yeah. can start to offer some insights based on their experience, based on their portfolio. Yeah, A really great opportunity. So we try to support both ends of the spectrum. It's really interesting though because there's just this natural path that happens. So I was talking with one of our team members. Uh, we were recalling a story about a customer that was focused on tax. And they told us, they said, look, we want to automate our tax practice. And that's all we want to do. We don't want to get into advisory. We're not interested in that. We, we're just a tax provider. Mm. So we helped. We said, that's great. We're going to help you do that and get more efficient at what you do. We went back a year later and we said, how's it going? And this particular client said, well, we've gotten into advisory. And we said, well, I thought you said you didn't want to do that. And they said, well, we really followed your advice. And we, to keep our tax practice going well, we touched base with the client more often through the year to make sure that we had clean records and that type of thing. And we automated everything. But the thing that happened is every time we were looking at the client's record, just to give them that quick call and make sure their data was clean, we found problems or issues that we could talk to the client that we wanted to mention to the client, and we just kind of drifted into <laughs> advice. So sometimes it's quite a natural path, or it can be quite a natural path. Once again, with more insight, more access, you figure out some things that'll be really helpful exactly. to the client. So exactly. even, even if you don't mean to, you just go happens, there. Yeah, right? exactly. And, the and it's like a win-win. Just like the tellers in my, uh, I used an example actually in our, in uh, my opening remarks at Zerocon about what happened to tellers um, when we introduced the ATM and financial services. Mm. And what was interesting about this, you can imagine 40 years ago, a teller at a bank branch had a machine put next to them in line that was called an automated teller machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone thought the job of a teller was going to go away, except mm. for all the same reasons we talked about the impact to accounting, that the basics of withdrawing and depositing cash would actually be automated, and therefore no one would really have a need to talk to a teller. Mm. Just like you can imagine if data collection and processing were to go away, maybe no one would have a need for an accountant, except right. that that was wrong. <laughs> and the reason it was wrong is because what happened is tellers suddenly had more time. When customers came into the branch, instead of 
collecting and withdrawing cash, they actually started to talk to customers about service issues mm. and other products they ought to consider. And with the ATMs being so convenient and this new service that tellers were providing, customers came to the branch more often. Mm. And indeed, the number of tellers per branch went down from 21 to 13. But because it was cheaper to operate a branch and more customers wanted to go to a branch, branches started being built everywhere. In fact, at one point in the US, there were more gas there were more branches than gas stations. Wow. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> but the reality is the, job, the number of teller jobs doubled over the 40-year period where the ATMs, since the yeah. ATMs had been introduced. And in much in the same way, and now an accountant is not at all a teller, those are two very different jobs, the same thing applies when you free up time, you just discover additional value that you can provide. It's very natural. You want to be helpful, you want to offer more, and in much the same way, there's a natural journey for an accountant from compliance services to simple advisory to complex advisory. So it sounds like the bottom line is, Technology is there to help you be more human with your customer base. Exactly. And not get in the way, or it shouldn't get in the way, and it shouldn't you know, cut you away from your customer. It should allow you to have more time. More time. To know what they need and to give them more advice and to build a stronger relationship over time. Exactly, and there's a wonderful opportunity we have in the marketplace. You know, We don't believe that business owners should do it themselves. We think that's the wrong path. Now, there are a lot of folks in the industry articulating a message of do it yourself, you can do it, it you know, machines will do the work. We think that's the wrong answer. What we want to do is get more small businesses great advice. So today in the US in particular, only 32% of small business owners out of the 28 million small business owners in the US have an accountant. Only 28%? Only 30, yeah, 32%. 32%, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's incredible about that is I just told you some stats <laughs> that are mind-blowing in terms of how much having an accountant makes a difference in the success of your small business owner. Mm. And in a lot of ways, there are some reasons that only 32% of small business owners have an accountant. One is we asked them, so they told us, look, we don't necessarily know what the services are, we don't know the costs, and I don't know when I need one. Mm -hmm. And so we just have an opportunity as an industry to reach out to small business owners as we go on our own journey and help more understand the value that an accountant can provide, but also as accountants free up time, they can take on more clients and it's not as expensive to serve more clients. Mm -hmm. And so there's some things that are fundamentally changing in how accounting can interact with customers that can get this great advice to more small business owners. So it's a win-win. Uh, it is a win-win. Because you know, it, it definitely, you've shown through your research that having an accounting advisor improves you know, the business, the yeah. customer, and it also improves the ability for the advisors to provide value. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's a tremendous opportunity, and we believe that the industry is in a new era of change, and we believe that many of our zero accountants and bookkeepers and ecosystem partners, the reason we get together at conferences like this one, the reason we're so devoted to the work we're doing together is because we are going to change the game in this industry. We are going to not just transform accounting, but increase the odds of success for small business. And we know that benefits that individual, 
who's trying to change their family, who's trying to grow and develop, who's putting a lot on the line, frankly, to pursue their passion, it also impacts our communities, our families, and our economy, and we think that's a really important mission. And where can people go to learn more about this mission and about what Zero can offer them? Yeah, just check out Zero.com. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you.